So the first stanza that we looked at last week was a stanza all about chesed. All about chesed, the midah of chesed. We learned about gedulah simincha. This chesed of a Kurdish Baruch Hu that doesn't just send down shefa into our kalim, but it's such a deep chesed. We learned about yimin Hashem Reimeima, right? This elevated chesed of Hashem that's so incredibly great that the end of the Pasuk says, yimin Hashem Oisa Chayil. It's such a great chesed that it doesn't just give us shefa into our kalim, it actually goes down into the kalim and expands them, gives us new kalim, bigger kalim, and then is mashpia into it. So when you have a series of seven, so it seems pretty obvious, right, that these seven are going to correspond to the seven midas, right? The seven days of the week, seven spheres, like we had learned, the first of which is chesed, which is why the first stanza is all about chesed, and the second stanza is obviously going to be the midah of gevura, right, which is the second midah, and the third will be tiferes, which we'll get to next week, and so on, Be'ezus Hashem. So this week, stanza number two, hey, the Garnchel, thanks for joining, we're taking a look at the Midah of Gevura. And because, like we had discussed, the whole entire Anabakayach is really about Gevura, so this stanza is like Ke'ilu Gevura Sheba Gevura, right? And so we said last week was Chesed, right? It was all about Chesed. This stanza, because it's the second in a set of seven, is going to be all about Gevura. And the whole tefillah we said is the energy of Gevura, so this is, in a certain way, like Mamish, the pinnacle of the pinnacle, the essence of this, um, of this tefillah. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, so let's, let's jump into it. Says the Hilgar of Kok, Schusia Gnaleno, Kabal Rinas Amcha. The second stanza we dive in Kabal Rinas Amcha, please, Akadish Baruchu, accept the song of your nation. We're going to learn a lot about song tonight. Sagvenu, elevate us. Taharenu, purify us. Noira, we refer to Hashem as the awesome one, the awe inspiring one. Noira, Meloshin Yira. So the Tzaddik says like this Hapanim Hanishmati, Shall Knesset Yisrael. The spiritual face of Knesset Yisrael, which is the collectivity of the Jewish nation, it's the soul that all of us are splintered sparks from, but it's, it's just the, the, es, the essence of this, of this spirit called Yisrael. It's absolutely unique in the greatness of its holiness. And he says, sometimes... The external appearance of an individual Jew or a community of Jews, chas v'shalom, can, can cover over, can hide, can conceal the spiritual beauty. You can't see it. doesn't manifest. Until the pe'er, until this holy splendor, we can't see it with our eyes. Says of Cook, such a beautiful piece. Holy song. An expression of of holiness, b'safa brura, with clear terminology, clear expression, b'ni'ima unigina, with pleasantness and melody, musicalit, music, chayderes he, that experience of singing in a holy way, we're going to learn about this more in the next piece, chayderes it penetrates, umach shefes es hayoyfi atayr hapnimi, and it draws out the yoifi hatar hapnimi, the beautiful inner purity. And it is the special kind of tool, this concept of rina, where it's able to go into that place beyond the surface and it's able to cause the essence to manifest. This essential holiness of nishmas ha'uma, the soul of our nation. Hashruya, which 
generally rests within the internality of each and every individual. It's just we all share this one holy soul. And it gets covered over because of our actions and because of different challenges that we have personally, but all of us have it. So what brings it out? What draws it out? Says Rav Kook, Rina. Holy, holy music. Nigunim, Nigina de Kedusha. Bikalil Gvane Oreseha Hamas Hiru. And causes the collective, like, rainbow of our inner lights, this prism of holy illumination that we have inside because we share in this great collective soul of the Jewish people. Rina, holy song, causes it, causes it to, to shine. Oreseha Hamas Hiru. And its lights are able to shine once again. So, based on what we had talked about the first time when we spoke about the general concept of the shame mem days, which is the shame of Gvura in relation, Klapi in contrast, like we said, to the shame Ayin days, which is the shame of Kriyas Yamsuf, which is all about boundary shattering Chesed, but Gvura generally is the, is the Caleb. And we learned that Gvura isn't just the concept of Din, meaning the illustration, I'm using that word, the Tzi or the... Um, actualization of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's desire for a limited world or a world of physical limitations. We talked about the directions, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Vav, like we, like we learned the six directions. It isn't just that it maintains the Kalim, but because it's expressed in the element of fire, like we learned, it's an energy pulsating within the limits of creation to push it up, to compel it up, to be able to help the Kalim reach their potential, meaning why there are Kalim and why there is a created world. For what purpose? To propel it toward a loftier place, toward an elevated place, toward a place where it is roughly now to receive the Shefa of Chesed, both in its classical sense, where, ke- where the Chesed comes down into those Kalim, or like we learned last week, where the Chesed is able to assist the Gevura, and so to speak, they hold hands and they work together in tandem. But the, but the general mida of Gvura is in such a way where it goes into the Kalim, thanks for coming, and it, and it pushes out the Panemius to rectify the Kalim. Like we learned, this, the, uh, the, the, the second brach in Shemana Esri is all about Hashem's interaction, so to speak, with the, with the level, with the layer of the Kalim, and so on and so forth. It's to rectify the Ravad, the layer of the Kalim. That's what we learned about Gvura. Serena, this kind of music that we're going to learn in a minute is deeply, deeply connected to the Midah of Gvura. Rina is the realm of the Levian. The Levim Klape, the Kayhanim are Gvura Klape Chesed. The Kayhanim are Chesed Elyon. The Levim are Gvura. And of course, Yaakov, Yisrael, is Tiferes. So the Levim's whole thing is Gvura. Dafka, they're the gatekeepers as well, which is bound up with this. Because they rectify the, the Kalim, the, the gates, right? Which is the external level, Klape, the inside, right? And that's the, that's the job of the Levi, is to rectify the external uh, perimeter. The Levim are all about Nigina de Kedusha. Because a Nigun enables that which is inside to push itself forth, to come to the surface. Just like fire seeks to take the potential fuel in the wick and to, and to bring it up and to bring it out. That's the Indian of Levim, and that's the Indian of Gvura. And that's why in the second stanza, which is Kenegadamida of Gvura, 
We're going to learn now about Rina, about song. Let's take a look at the second source over here from this incredible Sefer, Anabekayach Tal Lechaim. So, in the previous sentence, which was on another page, I didn't want to take that also, he explains what I just spoke out about the Levim and their connection to Gevura. And then he continues, The concept of song is bound up with the Midah Gevura. He says, it's not clear. Thanks for coming. It's not so clear, he says. The whole thing of, of Shira, of song, is all about what? It's all about happiness. It's all about joy. When does a person sing? They get together and they, there's a good atmosphere. There's a good energy. There's a good vibe. Generally speaking, thank you so much for coming. We have an extra uh, sir, Shira here. Generally, you'd think that Shira is connected to Chesed. You'd think song is connected to love. You'd think song is connected to expansivity. Not to gvura. What's the connection between gvura and singing? But the truth is, like we just explained outside, hashira, what music does. Hitnua. It's an energetic movement. It's a tool that enables that which is inside to come to revelation outside. And that, like we learned, is the energy of Gavura, fire. Is to take the wick, which has the potential to fuel, even though when we look at it, it doesn't look like much, and it draws it out, like we learned, pushing upward, pushing upward, dancing upward, an energy of compelling, as opposed to drawing, which is going to be the concept of chesed, which is water, which flows naturally from a high place, Drawing it down to a low place. Fire is the energy of pushing. When a person feels light and blessing and, and just ah, everything is okay, like contentment, so then you're experiencing chesed inside. When you experience that expansive feeling, like just everything's light and everything's okay. But when a person is moved, moved by song, moved by an atmosphere aided by Nigina de Kedusha, by holy music, by holy song, we're not talking about Stam like a good time, we're talking about the Avoida of, 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 of Nigina, like we try to do here, as is Hashem. Whom is Simcha El It's not just that the joy is inside, that's Chesed, that's fine. But when a person is mamish singing properly, what happens? It takes the simcha on the inside and it draws it out to the outside. All of a sudden, you can see on the person and the hand mo- movements and the, and the physical movements and the expressions in the... What happened? It revealed the emotions that he had inside. It brought them out to the level of the kalim, which we call the guf, in terms of our personal experience. And it shows up in his body and his limbs. Who And he sings and he dances. Which is the mid of Gvura. Song is the energy that takes what's inside and it brings it out to the outside. That's why singing has everything to do, even though it's counterintuitive, because you'd think that singing is Mamash Chesed. No, it's the mid of Gvura. It's the mid of Gvura. And this is the Indian of the Levium, that the whole thing of the Levium is song. Levium being the Midah of Gvura. 
And he says very deeply, Simcha itself is crazily enough, it's difficult to understand, is actually connected to the to the sad small, to the to the left. Saidha Gavuras, which is usually related to Gavura Kanoida. Without getting into this now, Shasimchi Bhinas Bina, Shekena Simchi Tnua El Shal Gile Vietsia Chutza. It's the same thing. Even general Simcha, even without its expression in singing, does the same thing. It takes what's inside. Brings it to the outside. Shemisha Sameach, because the person that's joyous in Yoshif Safan Bebesa Bispoidus Panimis, he's not sitting, you know, alone in his in his uh, in his dining room by himself. Elana Chutza. Simcha takes a person and what? Causes him to want to go out, want to get together with people. When a person's in a state of, of, of sadness, a depressive state, doesn't want to be around anybody, stays inside. Simcha is a gvura. And not, not like a, like a, we have to change the way we think of a gvura. It's not like din. It's just forward-moving energy, being propelled outside, being propelled to manifest, to show up. To dance and to be joyous with, with good friends. You're saying as opposed to Shira? So generally it's Dafka Rina that's connected to that's connected to Kavura. Yeah, but here he, he, he says Shira also. But but generally Shira equals Simcha. Not always Shira Simcha. Right. Right, right, right. Not all Shira Simcha. We're we're about to see. Actually, he happens to have been speaking more generally speaking about about the expression of what's what we're feeling inside on the outside. That would be the Tanu of Kavura, and it's more easy to to say, you know, that when a person's happy, so then you see that they're moving. But take a look at this paragraph now, where Yidavka talks not not so much about Simcha. He talks about something else. It does have certain rules to it, which is in a way more akin to. Gvura, absolutely. Absolutely, it's chaos. It's it's not it's not musicality is a science, mamish a science, which is a strange thing, you know, because non scientific people are, are often the artsy types, but like, you know, it, it, really art and, and and music really overlap. I'm sorry, art and science overlap in music. It's music theory. It's it's very very mathematic. It's very technical, extremely technical. You're right, and that and that itself is an expression of gvura. Even just talk about like when you're composing a melody, Rabbi Nachman has a similar tire to this. You're selecting note by note from all the other notes. It's an incredible gvura. You know, if you go over to a piano and you're trying to make a melody, you press four notes at the same time. Unless they're like harmonic notes, it's not going to go. Like nothing. It's not. It's not helping anybody, right? When you select one at a time, Mr. God, thanks for coming. When you select one note at a time, it's a gavaldika gvura. It's a selection. It's a tzimtzum. In a sense, you're selecting right now this note, and then that note, and then the next note. That's an Indian of Gavura, and that would be the connection between Gavura and Shira as well, right? Or Rina, more specifically. Okay, so he continues. We're on the second, we just turned over the page, on the second side. Nimtsai says, Shaharina hishira cheshefes esapimis hagnuza. Rina is this incredible tool, this musical tool, that takes what we're feeling inside and reveals it, draws it out, brings it out, pushes it forth to the to the level of the kalim. Vizayis beside gevura, and this is the deep connection between gevura and rina. Like we said, the levim lechen he kshura ba'avoid rishaim. The pasuk says ba'avoid rishaim rina. Right when the concept of rishos of wickedness, the concealment of Hashem is wiped away from the from the earth. Rina. What's the connection? Because again. The concept of rishaim, rishos, is all 
on the level of chitzainis. It's just the appearance that we cannot see the revelation of a Kaddish Baruch That's what Rishus is. But when the Kalim are fixed, and the Ruach HaTumah Abram and so that, that like cloud that hovers over what could be seen as a world that reveals the presence of Hashem in the deepest possible way. When that goes away, what are we left with? Rina. Why Rina? Because that's the force of Rina. Rina fixes the Kalim. The Levim are the, are the musicians and the gatekeepers. They stand guard at the external perimeter to make sure that it's guarded. Right? That's the Inan of Rina. Avoid Rishaim. So then what does this mean? What does it mean in Anabekayach, the second stanza, the stanza of Gvura Davka? When we say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Master of heaven and earth, Kabel Rinas Amcha, accept the song of your nation. What does it mean? So listen to this, Mamash, such a beautiful paragraph. This is from a tzaddik called Rav Ruben Sasson. He lives in Eretz Yisrael. So he says like this, Shaharina Higilo Yapnimias. Rina, like we said, reveals the internality, the interiority of the Jew. What that means is the Pneumius of Yisrael, and it's deeper than just like, oh, you're so holy, you're so pure. Like all of us, that's true. It's beyond that. It's that the Knesses Yisrael, the collectivity of Am Yisrael, that place is Bli Pagam, Bli Mum, Kula Yafech Rayasi. I think he's going to bring a Pasuk, yes. Kula Yafech Rayasi, Mum Einbach. That place is completely, completely Kadosh Vitar. Rabbi Nachman says in Tarzayin, Tanyana, that a Jew and a Sin, you've never seen two things that are more removed from each other, Be'etzem in, in Panemius. They have nothing to do with each other. Rachik Harbe 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 Me'avain. When that soul comes into particular individual bodies, can get a little bit, you know, the vessel can get a little bit dirty. But the water that the vessel is containing is a, is, is a part of that collective soul. Kulach Yaferayasi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says about that collective soul, also called the Shechina, which dwells down in this world within us. Umum Einbach, there's no mum in that place. Hakol Toyhar V'Koydash Belishum Sig. Everything there is pure and holy and this is our essence beyond anything else. And if you haven't found this within yourself, look deeper. Just look deeper. Because you haven't tapped into that level of your soul yet. Because at that level of your soul, it's not your soul. It's our soul. And so all the while that a person is saying, listen, I mean, I'm trying, but I'm telling you, I, I am the worst of the worst. You say, yeah, but you're still talking about you. So on that level, you could say, I am. But there's a level beyond that where you are not you anymore. You are me. You are we. You are we. And in that place, So where are the sigim, like we said? Where is the, 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 the blemishes, the dust, the dirt? That's only on the external level. And if you think about it, the embodiment of this collective soul within the world, in the form of individual bodies, is already the site of Panemius verse, so to speak, Chitzainius. This is how that collective soul manifests. These are the Kalim. The Kalim is called the Guf of each of us. So in that place, on the Chitzainius, the individual could have, theoretically could have some kind of, some kind of pram, some kind of blemish, some kind of bayot, some kind of problems. Could be. 
But it's only in the place of the Chitzainias. Like we said, the whole Midah of Gvura connected to the element of fire, to the Levian, is to bring that which is inside, it brings it bubbling up to the surface. It's the Tikkun of the Kalim. Like we had learned in the, in the first year in this particular Inyan of Anabekayach, from the Zara Kadesh, Eina Dinim Nimtakim Elabashayrashim. The judgments can only be sweetened where? At their source. And so, like we already said, the very same Midah, Gvura, which brought this whole world into existence, which has the possibility of becoming sullied and dirty in that place of concealment of Hashem, therein lies the fixing. Because that very Midah is always at work to bring out the Pneumius that's hidden by Chitzanias to allow it to manifest on that level of Chitzanias, on that level of Kalim again. That's what song does. The Yisoyda Inyan Shehu. See, he says, what, what is the essence of this matter? What do we mean? When a person sings, and a person is inspired in this melodic, melodious, beautiful way, what we're doing is, we are intensifying our perception of our inwardness, of our panemias, of that place of collectivity, like we said, that manifests in each of us personally, individually. And we're awakening it to begin to slowly but surely manifest, to become revealed. And that slowly but surely through the, through the, um, the tool, through the clee of Shira, of Rina, it's drawing it out and it's allowing it to be revealed. He says this is super, super simple. Like it's not an abstract concept. It's completely pragmatic and practical. We see with our own eyes. It has a real effect on people. It really does. It mamish, mamish, mamish does. Somehow a thousand tires doesn't touch a person. They hear one melody that mamish catches them at the right moment, in the right setting, in the right way, and sometimes even catches them off guard. They feel something, something, something. They don't know what they feel. That's the gvura of renana, of song. It awakens from inside of them this holiness, hapnimis, this inward holiness. The and causes that inner kedusha to come to come out to become revealed. Shashirekoidash that holy nagunim, which is also good in and of itself, what that means. Holy nagunim, ma'irin lechuva can bring a person to thoughts of return. And it can become the vehicle to allow for the expression of really holy yearning, yearning, yearning. What does it mean, yearning? Yearning is gvura. Yearning is mamish gvura. The want to be, the desire to be, that's the force that's compelling everything toward shuva. That's the energy, without getting into that, he mentioned it, of bina, which is shuva. Pushing us back to the kisiyah kavit. Gedoyla shuva shemagast. At Kisya Kavit, like we learned in the previous year. Even Hashem Aisechayel. Yeah. So now we're saying the opposite. You know, that it could 
were already a thing that, that breaks out of the kalim. So not necessarily that breaks out of the kalim. That rectifies the kalim in the sense that the pegam of the kalim is that it covers over the panimias. Now we're saying. Enechanami, the Arkalim, right? The first thing that's happening by the Gei Gezunt and Shtak, with the Mid of Chesed, we say, Rashlam, let's do away with Kalim. And then a little bit in the, in the next stanza, which is itself the Mid of Gvura, a little bit we come back to the reality, so to speak, our current reality, that, that, that there are Kalim, and that the problem with those Kalim is not that there are Kalim, because if there weren't Kalim, we wouldn't even be here, meaning we come back to our humanity, right? And in that place, we say, well, what's the problem with the Kalim? That the Kalim are mastier. That there's a panemius, there's an inside, and the kalim are too thick, and the kalim conceal. Rabbanah Shalalim, can you saturate the level of the kli with the R of the panemius? That, that's what we're dominating here. We're going we're gonna to learn more about this. Let's, let's take this step by step. In a sense, in a sense, right. The first thing we're davening for, like, something supernatural, which is the Mid of Chesed, Pasuk says, from beyond. And then in the second stanza, we're talking more about our, right, beautiful, beautiful, yeah, beautiful. Okay, so he says, this is it, this is the, this is the energy. And cause us to rejoice in Hashem. Like all this incredible stuff. To long for holiness, to want to be better, to want to be bigger. To want to live more simple, more pashit, more clear. To, to attain purity and more. That's what it causes. So we find Shaharina, he clean nifla. Rina is this incredible keli, legalis as rikshay atar vaakredish haginuzim pnima, which, like we learned, is the mida of Gvura, to take what's hidden inside, push it to the outside. Then he says, And we'll go through a little bit more quickly. So I would like to, to finish within the time allotted to Tarshir. He says this shows up in a crazy way, in an amazing, beautiful way. Very famous, the Mishnah begins. The eve of the 14th of Nisan, we search for the Chamitz La'ar Haner with the light of the candle. And the Heilige Tikkun Ezer, Reb Shimon Bar Yechai Darshan, She'ein Haner, this word Haner is actually a reference Ella Rina, because it's the same letters of Rina of song. Listen to this. B'soyed ba'avoyed rishaim Rina. Like we said, the Pasuk from Mishlei, when all the rishos, which is the Bechina of Chametz, that you're searching for, where is the Chametz? It's not hidden under your floorboard, right? Adarabah, something that's so hidden in a place where you don't bring the Chametz, you don't have to check, right? And Aji Yadamagas, and a Gal, right? The Klavim, and so it, it, it's the it's on the layer of the Chitzainias. That's where the Chametz is. But avoid Risha in Rina. The energy that cleans the house, so to speak, is the Indian of the Chutz. The external level of your living space is Ar Haner, which is the Ar of Rina. But avoid Risham is the Bechina Bedikas Chametz. What are we left with? Rina. Ar Haner. Take a look at the footnote, which I included because I wanted to learn it. Take a look at Lamed Dalit. It's very, very deep. He says, what is the word haner? Is the word ner 
which is a flame, a candle, with the addition of the letter He. And like we learned in previous year, and what's the letter He? Shehei hu alma de iskalia. The He, over here he's seeing it as a reference to the last He of Yudke Vavke, is the world of Asiya, is the world of Chitzanius, is the world of the physicality that we experience. And what we're doing is we're drawing out the incredible internal spiritual energy of Ner, which he says is Rosh Hashanah's Nefesh and Ruach, right? Which is Mamish the spirit. That's what the Indian of, it's Gavad, that's what the Indian of Rina is, which is Haner, is to take what's hidden inside, Nefesh Ruach, and bring it out to the hay, which is the Almadis Gali. Pile plies. Huh? Not necessarily with the Chirik underneath. It could be, it could not be. That's another, that's a very deep thing. That's Ner Yudke. That's maybe even deeper. <laughs> but but he, he's stuck with or Haner, and that doesn't have a Yud. So. Okay. And that makes Rina Nefesh Ruach, and then the hay of the Almadis Galia, which in and of itself encapsulates the energy of Rina and Ner, which is a flame, which is Kavura. So it's Mamash all one. Which is B'dikas Chametz, which is B'avoid Rishaim, Rina. Um and it reveals the Shefa Pnimis, which is of course Matzah. And this he says, it's incredible. You take these same letters, you scramble them another time, what are you left with? The word Nahar. Where do we find the word Nahar first in the Torah? The Pasuk right in the beginning of Horatius, for Nahar, Yoitzei Me'eden Lahashkis Esagan. And it should seem obvious, all the Svarim say, Eden is the world of Pnimis. That's the place where there's the source of Shefa. And the Nahar, what's the site of the Nahar, which is the site of Haner, which is the site of Rina, is Yoitsimi Eden, is to bring all that Panemius from Eden to saturate the external realm. So Nahar, Haner, and Rina, it's all the same concept, bound together. And Nahara means light, kvalt, beautiful, beautiful. Probably even etymologically for that reason, yeah, because it flows, because it flows. Yeah, kvalt. The nar yotze me eid in the hashkas is hekan. It's kvalt. Also, also interesting, right? Right, right. That is very interesting. I have to think about that. That's like the combination between chesed and gevura in some, some strange way. It's like a pulling and a pushing. It's a shock levitaria. So my, yeah, it's very, very deep, very deep. To, yeah. It's all one. The pushing and the pulling. It's, this is a very deep idea. And there's a little bit of I'm thinking about the chayach to this. Yeah, very, very deep. Very, very deep. Kavad. Okay. So let's go a little bit further. Now he just speaks out. We just spoke it out, but now he writes it. Chameitz is the bechina rishayim. And we're trying to get rid of their existence. That the Gemara in Pesach in the beginning actually relates to the concept of B'dikas Chametz. No, not in the beginning. In, in, in the beginning of the 10th parak. In the beginning of Arbi um, Pesachim. Right? Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam. That's our neshama. That's chayfez kol chadri button. That's seeking all the houses. That's what bedikas chametz is. It's the revelation of what's inside. Inside, it's already clean. That's the sight of it. It's not that you're coming to take something that's dirty and make it clean. No, it's always revealing what already is. You're revealing the cleanliness. 
You hear this? There's two ways of thinking about what Vedikas Chametz is. Either you're taking a dirty place and making it clean, or you recognize that it was always clean. And what you're doing is you're removing that which is obscuring the cleanliness. Two completely different ways of thinking about Vedikas Chametz. It's a gaval. Do you hear this? Because you don't make it clean. It is clean. The, the Chametz is, is an external layer of dust. Which is why we clean everything we have. He says, cannot be with a torch. And the Gemara gives its reasons. But it should be with a ner dafka. It's got to be with a candle. Beside who gilu nitzatz kal v'zeir shel kedushas yisur. He says, you know why we don't want to use the whole fl- the whole torch? Because the whole torch, which is going to be a, a remez to the collective soul of the Jewish nation, it's not a chiddush that we know is so incredibly holy. Okay, so a torch could get all the chametz away. What Hakadosh Baruch wanted to teach us that you could do b'digas chametz with with just one ner, which is connected to ner elokim nishmas adam, it's just the individual ner is that with one tiny little spark of the revelation of the Kedusha that we have inside, that's, that's all you need. Just one tiny little spark. Lahoyrus to teach. There's so much darkness that settles down into our lives and all the challenges and all the thick filth that we're, that we're fighting against and smothered by. Which we were in Mitzrayim, which is Pesach. Even though we're stuck in the Mem Tashari just like in those days, just one tiny spark, even though quantitatively it doesn't stand up to all the thousands of loaves of bread that are covering over the quote-unquote cleanliness. Just one little spark, one little spark. Qualitatively, that one spark, that's mamish all we need. You come into B'dikas Chametz night, you could already start Achanas now, not that far off before you know it. It's Pesach again. What's the Kavana? Rabbi Shalom, all you need is just one little, little glimmer of that stormy fire, that firestorm of Kedusha that I have inside of me. See, he puts a chirik under the reish over here. Aner v'harina, oisa pe'elis pe'alim. Yeah, I guess. Oisa pe'elis pe'alim. Right? It does its thing. Megalim echoyish from nekuda echutit achas. Just one nekuda echutis, which is what? Which is a qualitative spark. Zikatz musi shel kedusha sanashama. Just one really essential drop of kedusha sanashama. Ah, comes to expression on the external layer. Zeberina v'zebener. Both through rina, here he does put a yud, and through the concept of the ner. How gewalt is it if you have, you do b'tikas chametz with a little bit of nigina. Also, you walk around, you have a nigin. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing, very holy thing. Mavrichen asamekatrik, gets rid of all the accusatory forces. Umoitsiyem as Yisrael, and it brings us out of our mitzarim. Our Yisrael to purify, to lift us up, to purify us. right? Which is the days of the Aimer. This is the beginning. And so, it's just, okay, a little spark becomes revealed. And then you have something to work with. And then we work through the days of Svira up until Shavuos. See, he puts it into this little 
stanza of Anabekar. He says, Kabel Rinas Amcha is Bepesach. It's just Badikas Chametz night. Beside Arhaner, the Rina. Or beside Reishas Tevas Kuf Reish Ayin. Kavald, which is Kabel Rinas Amcha. He says, Haroimsim the Kriyas Yamsev. Kaf Reish Ayin is the, is the Kriya of Kriyas Yamsev. He says, That's how everything starts. Just Kabel Rinas Amcha. Umisham, Kavald, we say, Rabbanishlam, Sagvenu Tarenu. That's Bimeha Aimer. Once we've revealed just a little tiny spark, so then now we're going to go through the days of the Aymer. Lift us up, purify us. That growing sense of Tara after what's been revealed until what? Which takes place on Harsinai. What a wondrous place, even though that was the Harabais. I see it's already thinking. Here it says a reference to Harsinai. Also, also an awesome place. Yeah. All right. Okay. Also, right. Haifa satiferes elyon b'matan Torah, and that's uh, and that's his pshat. Okay. So now let's get just the last few minutes. Let's get into the second half of the stanza. So all of this is kabarinas amcha. Friday night. No matter what happened to you during the week, and no matter how much we've strayed, and no matter how confused we feel, and no matter how down, downtrodden we schlep ourselves into shul, we stand there after the first just. Boundary-shattering light of Anabekayach Gedula Semincha Tatir Tzurura. That's the first stanza of Chesed. Then we say, Rebbeinu Shalom. We're about to sing Lechadaydi. About to mamish sing Lechadaydi. Allow the Negina de Kedusha, this this holy atmosphere, to wake up that place inside of me that's already awake. That even though Ani Yeshena on the outside level, but there's a place inside of Alibi Er. Let the Ani, that outside layer begin to share in that wakefulness. Draw it out to the surface. Sukkidizimra. It's the same concept. Or about, about the same. Right? I would say it's a similar Indian. That's right. At the end of Korbanis, that's when we say Right? Hala, that's right. The shame and base, the shame of Kabura. Okay, so now. What's that? During Sphere. You should know that, which is exactly the time for this, right? Like he says, because it's it's to take that spark of Badika's Chametz and to turn it into a great fire, which is maybe the site of the fire, right? Right? So maybe the Aish of, of all the collective B'dikas Chametz is narrowly Kim Nishmas Adam coming together. He has in this Sefer at the end the whole section just on Sphira Sa'imer going through each each day of Sphira connected one of the letters. Very, very amazing. Okay, let's take a look re- back in this piece, back to Rav Kook over here. Amnam, he says, Yesh, she'ezbates He says it could be, crazy enough, Crazily enough that when there is this kind of expression of this internal layer that bursts forth to saturate the external layer, Garemes it could cause, he says, after we experience such a moment, which just like bursts out and, and, and demonstrates the inner gvur that we have, to take what's inside and to bring it outside as to shine a light, he says, unfortunately, what that can cause is tachush chalisha shuv b'pinimiyusa. We can feel after such a, like a high, sometimes comes comes a lull, 
right? Sometimes mm-hmm. comes comes a feeling of like didn't last, and that leads to a feeling of total weakness. Like, what was that? Was it real? He says, this is one that this experience of Rina, elevated as it is, to feel Gevura, this light that's you know, coming up and, and, and taking the Panemius and bringing it out to Chitzanius is unbelievable. It can cause a Chalishas. Even though in the moment it's, it's bringing out this incredible conflagration of holiness, but maybe it can cause a weakness afterwards. And he says further, after this, let's say, a celebratory kind of joy of simcha, of singing, of dancing. So the Zara Kaddish already says, in making reference to this concept of Rina and Gvura, that Rina is connected to the outside. He says, sometimes the Chitzainim could grab onto such an experience and intensify the concealment. It awakens the body a little bit, right? And that, and that could lead to not such holy places. It can wake up the forces that, that are less pure sometimes. So he says, therefore, because there are these two possibilities, that's why anytime we're going to speak about the potential of arena, which is Gevura, to, to, to help us, we have to immediately invoke Yerushalayim. We have to immediately invoke Yerushalayim to say, Rabbi Shalom, I want to do this with, with, with all of me, but within Gedar, within a state of Kedusha that's Mugdar. Not that something should be woken up inside of me and it looks good in the beginning and then where does it lead? And chasushal, not that afterwards we should feel a chalishas. That I'm not sure if it was real or not. I want to do this with, with a sense of awareness of you. Hamagbela sesakoiches, yira that keeps things in check. Which will purify this energy from all of its dregs, from all of the negative forces. And it will give me courage. A lot of people think Yerushalayim, you know, makes a person a, a pachdan, and you know, a person walks over, bent over. Yiras, like we said, it's gevura, it's oimitz, it's courage. To live a life of yira, meaning it doesn't to live a life of fear. It means to live a life of awareness. And that awareness holds tremendous treasure houses of confidence. What are you aware of? That there's a purpose to life. And that HaKadosh Baruch is pumping you with energy to do something in your life. And that you're doing something in your life. And that every little battle and every little choice and every little struggle is, is, is eternal. V'chule, v'chule. Yerushamai. It's a tremendous hiskabras. Not to push you down. To lift you up. Mamish lift you up. So he says that's what the Yira can do. Moisifa, oimet. It adds confidence. Nister pnimi. Oh, a very hidden kind of, of confidence, of courage. Lahoisif siguv ugvuras hoidbim amake kol neshama. To add on a, a spirit of elevation. Ugvuras hoid. And this mighty kind of splendor. Bim amake kol neshama. In the internal hidden places of every soul. And therefore, after making reference to Rina, Kabul, Rina, Amcha, these little moments of, of, of expression, the Bedikas Chametz Ner, Ner Kim Nishma Kabel, take that, recognize that for what it is, 
that it's enough to do B'dikas Chametz with that, which is why the Rosh Hashanah of this particular stanza is the most intelligible one, Karas Satan, Kof Resh Ayim, Sin Tas Nun, which is the Indian that even just a little spark is enough to be Mechal, enough to get away all the, all the Klippas. Hashem, accept that. Take that from us. So when we conjure that concept, so then right away, we need to say, that there's going to be the revelation of this incredible soul throughout existence, that that spirit should be revealed throughout existence, throughout all the worlds, which is Kabul Rinas Amcha, Hashem, we're davening that the panemia should come to, to revelation on the level of the chitzainis, through our rina, through our nahar, through our haner. That's what we daven for in the beginning of the stanza. Right? With regard to that which is nogea, to this force that's drawing this energy that's like coursing forth. But when we start to speak about the potential for other external forces to be awakened with this energy, right? That that can come alongside this holy awakening. We understand that only Yerushalayim, only that guidance, that clarity, that focus, that courage, that omets, that strength can guard that. So I know I'm So therefore, after we say Kabarinas Amcha, what do we then say? Sagvenu, which is Yerushalayim, that it, it give us confidence that we should be able to to be like the Levim who were the musicians, but also Shomer Pesach to be able to guard what comes in, what comes out. Sagvenu like Veniskov, Veniskov to bring up, which Rav Kook sayings, that's what Yerushalayim should do to us. Not to push us down. Sagvenu, Sagvenu, Taharenu, that we can mamish become pure. And we make reference to Naira, which is, of course, the name of Yerushalayim. By understanding that Yerushalayim, that that's what's going to give us what we need. So we're not going to read the, the last paragraph because it's largely just a, a review of what we just said about Sagvenu, Taharenu, Naira. But this is the way that we have Kavana in the second stanza of Anabakoyach, which is the stanza of Gvura, that the way to be Koirea the Satan, by the way, parenthetically, I'll just throw out there, very, very interesting skula that a friend of mine told me he saw in a Sefer. I don't know where the source is, but I can tell you personally, it works. It mamash works, and it's something I use frequently. If a person has a Yitzhahara, a strong Hiskabris to, to do something, to look somewhere, and so on, a skula, to envision the letters Kufresh Ayn Kara Satan Sin Tesnun, that under each of the letters is the Nakuda of the Shva, which is two dots, one on top of the other, under each of them. You can't pronounce the word that way, obviously. You know, it's like, because the Nakuda, by the way, that getting into it, is the Nakuda of Gvura. All the Nakudas are also split up by the Midas. And the shva is the is the is the mid of gevura. Why? Because shva means to stop. <laughs> that's that's gevura. So when you have in mind that energy under all the letters kara satan, pile plus. It's like a it's like a it's like a strange thing. It's a good tool to have in your toolbox. Have this in mind, and it's a very very big, a big a big school. Is it fair to say that what we saw over the Alasuria is? 
basically saying that Yerushalayim isn't so much fear as a mischaracterization, it's more responsibility. Oh yeah. It's the yeah. That comes with it's the empowerment. It's the it's the empowerment that comes by recognizing I have a responsibility. So that means that I really matter, right? And and in that sense, Yira means wow. I recognize that I and only I have the ability, the siyata to shmaya to to guard, to guard, and that's what Hashem sent me in the world to do. So that's what Yira Shemayim is. Yes, in a way, gives gives you the that you need to, to, to push I wouldn't call it Gav, I would call it Sagvein. Yeah. The Niskav. The Niskav. Yeah. Yeah. To have a holy kind of confidence. Yeah. Holy kind of confidence, right? So that's our Tefillah. Kabal Rinas Amcho. We're about to sing L'chadaydi, not now, but right? But tomorrow night, L'chadaydi, we're about to sing. Singing is Rina. Rina is the Levim. Midav Gevura, to bring the Panemius out to the Chitzainius. And that should be enough. Badikas Chametz, La'ar Haner, Rina, is Nar Yotzeme, Eidem, Ahashkes, Hasagan, to clean all the Chametz, Ba'avoyed Risham, Rina. And Rabbi Shalom, let that be just enough of a revelation to get all the Satan away, to clear the clouds of the six days of the week. Shemamish Bishabbos Kaidesh. And then because that's being revealed, we say, so then Sagvenu. I shouldn't feel weakness after this high moment. Let it be. Let it. Let it be real. Let it stay. Taharenu, and with that, let me embark on a journey of Tara with this confidence, with this empowerment. Noira, all in the schus of this mida of your Shemayim. Let's just read it in the chart so you have it, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up, and then we'll talk a sing. Is Hashem. Kabel rinas am Hashem. Please accept the revelation of your nation's holiness that emerges in moments of song. Brief glimpses of yearning compelled to the surface by the energy of Kavura. Sagvenu, let us channel this feeling on a more consistent basis. It should stay. Taharenu, the site of Tara. See, he says in that piece that we didn't learn. Lev Tahar Bereli Alekim. Lev Tahar Bereli Alekim. Is that the passage that he uses? Yeah, right. Lev Tahar Bereli Daika Alekim. Alekim is the Midah of Kavura. So we see that Tara is connected to Kavura. Lev tahar barali alikim, tahara, right? Meaning to purify the external layer, tahara. Taharenu, allow our inner purity to manifest on the external level of our being as well, noira, all in the merit of our embodiment of the trait of Yerushalayim. And the Rosh Tevis Kara Satan, even a momentary revelation of the Jew's holy essence is enough to destroy the forces of the Satan, which seek to prevent us from catching a glimpse of our neshamas. This is Mama Shabbos. This is what Shabbos gives us. Trudging through the week is like Mama, like through a snowstorm. You're wet and tired and cold. And you come into Shabbos and all we need is just a glimmer of a, re- of a remembrance, of a recognition of who we are, what we are. A little spark. A little spark. should make use of it. It's not just Arab Pesach. Every 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 Friday night, Sagavenu Tarenu Noira. Hashem should bless us with holy confidence. Bless us, Hashem. Thank you so much.